content advisory warning. The contents of this podcast will offend the easily offended. What you are about to hear is not intended for children, the puritanical, or the narrow-minded. We will offend. Sometimes we will make corrections. Other times we will tell you to fuck off. But we will always discuss without canceling because we cannot become better individuals if we are not willing to have open and honest discussion. This is your only warning. You can't unfuck the whore, unfortunately. I love how he starts like immediately after his disclaimer. It's usually like one of the rudest things somebody says. It's great. (laughs) I hunt for them. I just roll over and wipe it on my wife. What do you feed that pussy, Scott? Smurf cum. She's coming out tonight. That's right. She's a lady of the night. You didn't know I didn't. I don't do this for the for the for the camaraderie. I do this just to see you, you big hairy sexy beast. You don't have to play I was so drunk. I was trying to hit on a lesbian. So. I'll be a dancer. Jeffrey Tubin showed us the way. Wait, wait, no, 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 I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it. You guys are jumping on my dick. Come on, let my dick in. I am not your fluffer. Peter, only Peter Brady knows my pain. I got nothing. <laughs> I think Joe's broken. <laughs> <laughs> I think he needs to be reset. Shake it, shake it, shake it. Oh, shake it so good. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me shake it. Oh. <laughs> I shake it just for you, Scott. Ah, <laughs> oh, puppy. Start the podcast, Scott! Welcome to From Here to Paternity, the dumpster fire of conversation. This is a podcast of four fathers coming together to discuss a variety of topics while trying to understand what it means to be a father, a man, and a healthy human being in this era. We created this podcast as a means to leave something behind for our children to one day understand us as the imperfect human beings that we are. Through this podcast, we can help ourselves to become overall better people participating in this mad and bizarre experiment that is existence. We will discuss complex and difficult topics at times. We aim to grow as people by being courageous enough to be openly honest receptive enough to be challenged, and to learn together from our mistakes. At best, these discussions are lessons from which our future progeny might learn. We appreciate you taking time out of your life to listen to our nonsensical blatherings, and hopefully it is an example of synchronicity that has brought us all together. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Here's to better understanding each other, and maybe along the way, become better people because of it. Welcome to From Here to Paternity, the dumpster fire of conversation. Um, I am Scott, (laughs) the boy who would one day be a man, yet his voice just never wants to end it. Because puberty is just too fun. Um, And yes, I'm still here watching my birds, just exploring like, what does a bird dick look like? Is there such a thing? Why not a bird dick? And just being completely confused by that. Next is my friend, uh, Big D. What up? I'm Damien. 
<laughs> I'm still laughing from <laughs> derailing Scott for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> I'm just going to graciously pass this on, Eric. <laughs> Hello, I am Eric. I am a human. Um, I am the unapologetic Today. geek on YouTube. And uh, yeah, I got a book called Paradox on Amazon. Go check it out. Um, I got a website, emagill.com. Uh, I've got another podcast, The Streaming Heap. I'm the overachiever of the group. And now I will pass it on to Joe, the guy who does the work for this podcast. <laughs> hey, how's it going? I got nothing. <laughs> that should be the motto of this podcast. Yeah, so uh, I got nothing. I just. Oh, like, just about yeah, so that could be used after every goddamn thing that we say is like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Podcast for <laughs> weekly no, bastards. Um, so I think Joe's broken. <laughs> <laughs> I think he needs to be reset. Yeah, <laughs> He went to the Wonka factory and he ate the strawberry gum. (laughs) He's turning red. Damn it, Baruka. We told you. Stop stop chewing the gum. Uh Oh. Uh. All right. Too funny. Too funny. So, um, yeah. So, on that note, no, on a Let's serious make the note. easy transition. <laughs> yeah. I'm now for something so, completely different. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was about like, speaking of like people that are just red all over. Here we go down the dark humor shoes. road. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. So, Children that are red all over. Um, yeah, I know, right? Um, so yeah. recently we had um, a horrific incident um, at Uvalde, Texas. Um, where 19 children and two teachers were massacred. Um, and, I, you know, this is the second really major, I think, and on this level, um, elementary school shooting, um, 10 years ago. And that was crazy weird because it's a, it's right around, the anniversary of the Sandy Hook shooting that had 26 children that were murdered. Um, and I, 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 like, I think we all feel like it's important to kind of talk to talk about, especially from the perspective of that with small children, all of our, all of our children are in elementary still, right? Mine's in middle school. Middle school. Mine is starting middle school in the fall. Oh, okay. 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 So, so you're all in middle, like middle school or going into middle school. Okay. Mine, my oldest is actually the age of the kids that were shot. Um, and my youngest is going into second grade. Um, and so, so it's not hard for me to, um, to, to, and the, to put myself in that situation because Cadence was just that age just recently. Anyway, yeah. Go ahead, Scott. And so, um, no, 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 not at all. 
like, um, and then, and like, I just remember like when Sandy Hook happened, that was the same year that my oldest was born. Um, and she was a baby. Like, just like the, the, I still remember the feeling like as I'm watching the news, just, um, and I can't, I, I haven't really been able to watch too much of the news about this. Um, I've been getting the, the main points and kind of keeping up to date, but I haven't been able to watch it like I did with Sandy Hook just because, like, <clears throat> um, I think I'm just too emotionally broken by this topic. Um, and I think that's kind of the sad state of things. Um, a couple of statistics that I, I wanted to bring up is that um, of all the schools that have um, that exist right now, um, only zero point two percent of schools have actually experienced a school shooting. Um, however, of all two of all um, school shootings. 8% of them happened in this first six months of this year. So, um, that to me is a terrifying thing because what that means is that it is getting progressively worse because like we're talking about Columbine, I think was the second one. Um, but that was the first major one that we really heard about. Um, and that was, 2000, I think it was, um, 99, 2000, somewhere around in there. So this is like 20 years, yeah. right? So that, that the, these things have been really mm -hmm. been going on. Right. And so, so <clears throat> we're talking about 8% in this six months, not even this year alone, like just the first six months, all of uh, 8% of all school shooting happening. Like to me, that's a, a concerning thing because I fear that it's a progressively worsening phenomenon, right? Um, well, I mean, again, like gun how, violence in general yeah. has gone way up in the last uh, two years. Um, yeah, most likely as a result of COVID, although, you know, the yeah. data is still not all in yet. But yeah, it right. seems pretty common sense that that's a, a big player in it. Um, What's right. funny is it actually went right, way down the during the burden, lockdown. And it came right back up when everybody started moving about again. You know, yeah. So. Um, but it is important to note that the vast majority of gun violence and gun deaths in this country are suicide, family violence, and gang violence. Um, school shootings are actually very, very low on the list. It's not... Yeah. They, they make the biggest splash. They get the most attention because you know kids are dying and you know nobody, yeah, nobody wants to think that. about that. Nobody likes that, nobody likes obviously. That. Um, yeah. but in terms of, you know, understanding and evaluating the risk, and if you want to, if you want to try to do something to fix gun violence in this country, you've got to address it as gun violence, not just address school shootings, because school shootings are such a small right. thing that any change you can make <clears throat> would be a marginal change. However, the thing about school shootings that I think is different than gang violence, suicides, and family violence is just the sociological psychological effect and i think school shootings have been a snowballing cultural problem um ever since columbine um that like yeah. there's a certain brand of disaffected youth that kind of idolize that behavior and see it as some kind of redemption um yeah. 
or at least a fait accompli. Um, and I think that that is a cultural issue that we've got to deal with and we've got to figure out how to address the root cause. I mean, we can talk about how to increase gun safety, how to increase safety at schools. And there's lots of different ways and lots of different things that are going on that, that do help. Um, but unless we deal with the cultural issue underneath it all, it's all just rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. That's how I see it. Very well said. Very, very well said. That's good. Very good way to put all of that. So, yeah. um, and I, and, and, and I can is, agree it, with that too, because I, I, I go ahead, go ahead. Amy. No, no, go ahead, Scott. No, he, I was Eric just said say, it all. I, There's I not a whole lot for me to say to that. Right, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, cause I, so, I agree with you, Eric, and you, you, you and I have talked about this for like. Many, many, many years. We've had very heated years. discussions yeah. about it. And I think we've both moderated yeah. ourselves in the long run. Well, and, and I think we also have both helped each other, right? Like we, we you know, and so oh, sure. like understanding from the each different other. concerns. We right? listen. Exactly. Yeah. He says and as so, he talks like, over you. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> as both, well, it's part, like, partly the, it the lag and the, the you know it's a little hard to to you know not talk over each other at times because it's like you don't hear the other person trying to say that there's a half second lag in half of, this. of course yeah. 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 yeah zoom reality anyway. yeah yeah love it anyway but i just like like i agree with you because we could do all the things that um mm -hmm. you know we could target guns themselves right and and just do all of these like i mean heck we could like do very authoritarian approaches to like trying to solve the gun issue right um and go full tilt and that still doesn't actually help people right to, at least from my perspective right, right? because it doesn't actually you know, address the, like with the COVID, part of the main problem you know right like why are people getting so like why are kids yes you know, What's, picking up guns and shooting people, right? What is the underlying issue correct, here, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you know... What's the, what's the and, major and, malfunction here, you know? Right, right. And so, like, you know, there's a, there's a number of different factors that I, that I think that, um, that we really need to look at because I think, like, this is, to me, it's kind of like when I'm, like, talking to a couple... And they're talking about infidelity, right? And oftentimes, especially when a couple has infidelity in the relationship, that can be such a dominant fixture of the of the discussion. When to me, that's more of a symptom of a disease, symptom rather than right, right? rather than the the disease itself, right? You know. A happy couple, most often, it's not impossible, but for the most part, a happy couple tends not to have wandering eyes, right? Um, so if there's some sort of pathology in the relationship, you know, that, that has a higher rate of, of, of infidelity. And so then looking at, like, what is it about the dynamic of the relationship, right? And, and how can we fix that, right? Because otherwise... If you just focus on shaming and guilting the the party that 
committed the in- infidelity, that doesn't make the relationship better. That just makes it even worse, and you're more likely to to to, to get a divorce, right? Because you've never you haven't actually treated the issues that led to the infidelity. You just add, compounded the shame and guilt and the negative feelings towards the relationship, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, and that's when the the marriage so, starts becoming about a scorecard, like who did more yeah. wrongs, and that exactly. you know there be devils down that path. There's no solution down that road. Then it, that gives me the the uh, the license to do something wrong against that person because they just did escalates. something wrong against. Me. Yeah, yes, it just gets worse and worse and worse. Exactly right. And sorry. And so, like with with you know with our no 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 that's exactly right. No, I, and I love that you bring up the scorecard, right? Because like I think that's also like in our politics when we talk about this, that it it we we go into those scorecards, right? Like, you know, when we talk about the the gun issue, well, like, well, you know, we get into these more extremes, right? That lead us to go towards, you know, further and further, further away, rather than coming together to have a, a real discussion, right? And because we're just trying to take our own scorecards. Right. Well, they're just trying to take our guns away. Well, they're freaking lunatics with guns yep. or whatever. Like, no, they're not. No, there's there's really like like yeah. my one of my favorite videos is that um, uh, Daily Show video where the Jordan Klepper goes to uh, get license for a gun. And he you know brings up about like how ludicrous Florida is. Right. But then when he goes to get <laughs> the, the training. <laughs> It is. It's like, but when he goes to get training in another, like in, uh, uh, up there, I think it was in Pennsylvania or something like that. Like the the trainer, the instructor is like, no, we don't play around. And like he was very serious, and he was very serious about like gun safety and gun education. When he talked to all of the experts, right, they were all like, no, you don't know crap, right? Like, and it's all about education. Well, when does the education stop? It never does, right? And that, and you're never, even when you're trained, you're never ready for these, these, you know, bad guy with a gun, you know, situations, right? So. Yeah. And you never know how you're going to react. Oh, the fifth column uh, had a lot to say about this, Joe. I'm sure you've seen some of the videos that, Hmm. you know, even if you go through the training, you're not ready for it, you know, unless you've actually been in it, you don't know how to deal with it or you, and you don't know how you're going to handle it if you're in that situation. So the good guy with the gun thing is kind of a bit of a fallacy. Yeah, it absolutely is. Those cops in Evalde were extremely well trained and yet good guys with guns and yet over a dozen (laughs) of them stood in the hallway where children Mm -hmm. were being shot and did nothing. They were paralyzed. Christ. And I just (sighs) I have a real hard time with that one. (laughs) Yeah, so do I. Yeah. Yeah. And these are our good guys with guns. Sorry, Joe, I didn't mean to derail you. But, All right, yeah, I know we're we're I like we're so I just like, don't talking about like I, I, ahead, the the idea of education and training and mm-hmm. guns gun safety. Um, I mean, we need to start at least in my opinion, need to start treating the citizens when they're getting a gun like somebody who is enlisted in the military, in the Marine Corps, and other branches. Every year, classes and testing make sure that they 
understand the weapon, how it works, all the safety features, all the things that can go wrong with it, and making sure that they they know the responsibility of that weapon. They don't even get to have a weapon in their barracks. Even the U.S. government doesn't trust the people we train to go kill people overseas with a gun. Oh, come on. You, you know that's bullshit. You've seen Full Metal Jacket, right? That was a joke. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do got to try yeah. to keep joking. Otherwise, we're just yes. going to devolve. <laughs> but yeah, I know. Yeah. But that just being able to go and just get one, you know, and without mm-hmm. making sure that they're. Oh, it's insanely easy to get a gun. Yeah. It is very easy oh. to get a gun. It also I mean, depends where I mean, you are. There are places. Got, there are places that do require that kind of thing, right? Um, and if yeah, you and don't I, get your federal background check back in like three days, they just go, "Well, here you go." Yeah, in some in places, some places. Yeah. yeah, it just depends and it's on where just you're like, From the midwestern well, point of view, like we take gun safety extremely seriously here. Um, that's a good thing. To a point that kind of boggles my mind, like how much you have to go through to just own a gun. I mean, I'm talking just in here in Missouri where pretty much everybody has a gun. Um, sure. There's a lot you, there's a lot you have to go through just to get the gun and then to keep the gun. You've also got to, you've got to take uh, classes. You've got to do certain things to basically register the gun with the state. Um, and you don't have that in all States. In fact, you don't have that in many States, but here in Missouri, at least we take it very seriously. And, and and I can be completely behind that, and right, and we and and oftentimes, like Chicago's brought also, up. Also, St. Louis like has one violence. of the worst, you know, gun violence cities in the U.S. We don't yeah. we don't have anything like that here. It's you buy a gun, it's yours. Oh, I know. You know? Yeah, I remember what Florida's and, I mean, like. <laughs> it's insanely easy to get one. It's insanely easy to get two or three or however many you want. You know, you can buy half a dozen at a time. They don't care. There's no rules against that. You know, and you can go into the store and buy the, you know, take your cart and push all the ammo off into your cart and be like, I'm buying all of this. And nobody cares. So that's, right. yeah. Anyway. And, that's and, Florida. and like a lot of, yeah. and I, another thing I want to bring up. Like, and Texas. Texas is the same. Yeah, I was going to say we're, yeah. we're, we're competing. Florida's competing with Texas for the craziest state award. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you got to see what happened on the Navy base too. I mean, as a, as, oh, yeah. a, as a shooting, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, it's crazy and, it's and ridiculous. I want to bring on up the Navy. Base. I want to talk. About, yeah. I want to bring people up. Did he one... kill in the barracks? Oh yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Scott. No, no, go no. Ahead, no go ahead. Talk, keep, no, talk about the barracks. I because that, that's no, no, no. Talk about the barracks because that's a really important. I, I, I know it happened. I, I was, I was, I was. I remember when it was happening. I don't remember the details other than that a dude walked into the barracks and just started shooting people. Um, I don't remember how many he did. Joe's looking it up right now, it looks like. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how many he killed. Um, I don't remember what kind of gun it was. I'm assuming it was either an AR or an M16 um, or you know military grade. Um, but he killed quite a few people. So, And, uh, and the base and the, is still the, closed because of it. Yeah. We still can't, oh, civilians really? still can't get on the base. So, yeah. They're oh, they're gonna what? lift I saw the thing. I saw the restriction for. They're gonna lift the restriction for the um, naval aviation museum for like. Uh, there's some sort of stipulation where they're, 
uh, for like a weekend or the 4th of July, or I can't remember what it is. And, and just so that tourists can go to it for a big tourist season. But, um, yeah, it's unless you have the only way you can get on the base right now to go to the Naval Aviation Museum or even the cemetery or whatever is you have to have somebody with you that has a valid military ID, either retired or active duty. Um, yeah. and that's the only way they'll let you on. So yeah, there, there were, there were yeah. three, three died, three from died. That. Yeah. I believe it was like five injured. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one thing I think is important to so point out um, and it's, it's a point that I don't like making because I'm a big fan of, uh, federalism and the whole states or the, engine of democracy um hold on but when i looked at the numbers a couple years ago it's been a while since i've really looked into the statistics but when you go state by state and you try to compare the restrictiveness of the gun laws versus the gun violence in that state the numbers are frustratingly they don't fit any pattern they don't fit any narrative they don't it's not the word, the more restrictive the gun laws, the less crime there is, or the less gun crime, or the more gun crime there is, the less restrictive the gun laws. It's not like that at all. It's, it's very mixed. There is a little bit of a su- south or southern United States, northern United States dichotomy where there's a lot more guns and a lot less restriction in the south, but there's also a lot more gun violence up in the north. But a lot of that is dictated by New York, D.C., and Chicago. Yeah, population. Yeah. Population is a bigger factor than gun laws. Yeah, uh, yeah, because you people well, point to Chicago, point to to California, you know, with mm-hmm. having you know very restrictive laws, but they can but easily yeah, go across. You can easily go yeah. across state lines, grab one, and yep, then you have large, and then you have large populations. Yep. And the more people you have in a in a, a lot of in an area, the more deaths of anything you're going to drive have. your ass from California to Texas and buy you know. 50 guns from a gun store and they don't care. Like, sure. Yeah. Take all the guns you need. All the, you know, not even that, like drive your ass back to California or Arizona. You don't even, you don't have to go to Texas. I, I, I'm, I'm just using it as an example. You don't even have to go to Texas. I get what you're saying. Just go to Arizona. The scary thing about spree shootings though, is that nine times out of 10, the guns were legally acquired. They weren't passed across state lines. Um, they passed background yes. checks and, you know, they didn't get their yeah. guns at a gun show. Um, and this shit just happens. <laughs> like there's no law that's going to stop it. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me, let me say something. So, so like one of the Go things ahead. I do think that is important and I, I get the concern, right. But like red flag laws, I think are important laws that, no, and I, as, kid, a, as a civil like, libertarian, like, I fully support red, red, red flag laws as long as they you know, follow due process. Because, I mean, you can right. – the state already has the power to take things away from you. The state already has the power to take yeah. away your rights. They can incarcerate you. They can, they can file restraining orders against you. Um, they can they execute can you. Like that. They can execute you, exactly. Like, they have that kind of power. And as long as your property, as long as due process is followed, which in the case of taking property usually isn't, um, then I'm okay with it. I think red flag laws are actually a very good plan. And I, and the thing I like most about them is that there is bipartisan support for it. Like, this is one of the few places where right and left seem to be coming together on a, not really a solution, but a a stopgap, something that can be done. And something that I would support, even as a hardcore civil libertarian like I am. 
I, I honestly, uh, I get behind anything that can be done yeah. right now. You know, I, I don't care if it's like, you know, if it's what everybody wants, it's what can we pass that, you know, something needs to happen right now. You know? No, and right. I don't disagree because with I that. Think, well, yeah, I think as many speed bumps as you can put in the way of somebody who's exactly. going yeah. to do this, because as, as we all know, mankind yeah. is fucking lazy. Yeah. Right. And if you put off enough speed bumps, it's going to deter enough. Ah, look but at Scott's it, somebody, pussy. Damien's pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except this is a boy right here. Uh, <laughs> this okay. is Morris. What up, Morris? You joining the podcast? Hey, this is the 21st century. Boys can have pussies. <laughs> yeah. He just um, wants attention. No, I but. I haven't fed him yet. Um, where was I going with that? Speed bumps. You um, I mean, if somebody's determined, if somebody is determined enough. They're going to find a way to oh, kill yeah. people, whether they can get the gun or they can make a bomb and put it in a van, mm-hmm. whatever. It, it, those are hard to think. Mm-hmm. But getting some kind of psychological evaluation into the, into the mm-hmm. system prior to somebody getting a weapon. Yeah. And, and yeah, I've, heard people, I've heard people starting to make an argument of trying to get a, a a national gun registration card right so if you if you're every like weapon that you yeah like a driver's license it's got your, well, those aren't federal, you know, if you're licensed they're... yeah but but i know well, what you're saying by the I, state sorry, I was but just, they're good nationwide you know, i was being you know, nitpicky, got, sorry <laughs> you know it'll, it'll have driver's your license is issued by the state but it's good nationwide you're right, right. You're right. use it in any state Right. It, 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 when you go into when you go into you know a gun store, this is the card that you show. They swipe. It has mm-hmm. your fingerprints, your photo, you, you know, any background, arrest information, things of that nature. Not that they actually see it, but things that can you know mm-hmm. pop off on that. If you buy a weapon, that weapon before you actually receive that weapon will be fired and printed. So the serial number and the barrel markings on the bullet all on file so when you transfer that weapon it has to be documented properly otherwise it comes back on you yeah i agree with that wholeheartedly you know i just don't see why that's i i can i can sympathize with the hardcore libertarian argument that having the government especially the federal government having a list of everybody who owns a gun would be a problem however I don't think it really is a problem because just having a list of who has a gun doesn't mean you can actually get those guns back. Um, right. It's not about going and taking my cold them. dead yeah. hand. It's, it's, it, I mean, <laughs> they still have the gun, whether or not the government knows that you have a gun doesn't change that. And I do think a, a federal registration system is fine. I am fine with it. I really am. There's, there's, there's a lot of people that are not, and that's why it's never been implemented. Hello, listeners. I just need to jump in uh, real quick at this point. Um, we started having some technical difficulties with part of the recording. So part of this conversation is not there, but I left it in because I felt that there was still some uh, meaningful conversation um, happening. And one side... Um, was making some interesting points so i left it in uh apologize for the uh technical difficulty but uh hope you enjoy the rest of the show
Well, the Supreme Court has twisted itself into knots trying to find a right to privacy. Yeah. In many places. I mean, going all the way back oh, to no. Roe. Yeah. No, I was just saying, I mean, I'm, it goes all the way back to, actually, I think it even goes further back than that. But Roe's and the Warren Court was the one that really tried to find a right to privacy, really tried to find different ways to get it in there. Um, and I personally... As a person who thinks the Constitution and the Bill of Rights isn't about like what rights we have, it's about what rights the government has. I think we do have a right to privacy, but we do need it explicitly stated. And I think in the 21st century nowadays, where our information is so much more vulnerable, um, I think I think it's kind of inevitable we'll get there if we can get if we can manage to come together on a constitutional amendment. I really feel like a right to privacy is the, is, a, is one of the smarter choices, one of the ones that could get through. Well, yeah. wasn't that part of the whole reason of putting the Ninth Amendment in there? Is anything that they didn't necessarily check yeah. off a fucking box for? Yeah, yeah, it's, that it's, is the per- fits it's, right in there. It's if it's I not. Mean, if it's not a it's right not enumerated, yeah. If it's a, if it's not a right that's enumerated that that belongs to the federal government, or, then it either belongs to the states or to the people. Or actually, I think it's to the people or the states in or that the states, order. Right. The, yeah, and and the Constitution is very big on order of, you know, who's mentioned. If it says the people and then the states, that means the people have the right first. Their their rights are more important than the right of the state. Um, so their rights. Well, that's an archaic that grammar thing state. again. But yeah, yeah. Well, again, but they, they put that in order of no, they priority. Did, yeah. Yes, no. and it, it is an archaic <laughs> grammar thing, but it is also the way that they wrote things back then. Yeah. So, so if, we, if we had been know. updating it over time, mm-hmm. like they wanted us to, we wouldn't be having these archaic wording arguments. Oh no! Look, like know. I said, like I said, an episode or two ago, we should we <laughs> should be rewriting the Constitution every like fifty oh, yeah. years. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. From I agree, one hundred percent. I mean, we've already got a good baseline idea. Yeah, and it's we got just constantly trying. Yeah, yeah. there's it, the, there's a whole just lot of shit up. that's yeah. not even begun to be covered in the Constitution that they couldn't even have dreamed of. For let's talk know, about the Commerce our, Clause. Yeah, I mean, back, well, back kind of, to the like, point. Back <laughs> to the point that we're talking about right now. It's like the like the Second Amendment is like you know they had muskets back then. They didn't have a single shot. It took them almost a minute to reload it. Yeah, well, a minute. The First Amendment you know? wasn't restricted. Could you imagine that being like being like the government was fighting with the same store with a friggin' you know right. musket? The, yeah, and the government was fighting w- with people who had the exact same weapons. Yeah, you know exactly. You know, yeah. and so I get so that point too. So now that we have we have crossed a threshold that I don't care what weapons you have in your fucking house, yeah. if the government really did go fucking sideways. Oh, they got drones fly, flying up there, you know. They they don't <laughs> take even take you need, out in a second. They don't even need that. Just like EMP in the right spot and just let the fucking people die off. I completely you disagree. Know? Look at what's happening in Ukraine. Look at what happened in Afghanistan. I, yeah, a, a getting, determined yeah, populist. They're get, yeah, they're getting their ass kicked, but still, they're putting up the mm-hmm. fight. And if you put oh, up I'm the fight so- long enough, you will get support. You will get support not only from outside, you will get support from within. And that support right. can overthrow a tyrannical government. You can't do that unless you have I, yeah, guns our, to begin with. Our government has helped overthrow a lot of those. Yeah, I know. By, <laughs> by doing the very strategic planned out things that they do. Yes, but I do believe that if our government really did go tyrannical to that degree... 
it would not be a unanimous. The government itself would not be unanimous in that oh, sense. Oh, I agree. I and if agree. it started like think... nuking its populace, the government, it's over. Like <laughs> the government's yeah, not going to survive yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. No shit. And, and, and the vast majority of the people in the military are not going to back on that either. No, a lot so. of people in the military are libertarians. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, it gets to that argument that that's why people want to have so many weapons in their house, you know? Well, I mean, that is that what the Second Amendment is for. <laughs> that is the point of it. Well, yeah, and def- yeah, def- yeah, to, to, to uh, fight for the state. Yeah. You know, but that's getting but, into um, that. It's a point I wanted to make earlier, and, and, and this isn't like, you know, saying that we need to do away with the Second Amendment, because I don't believe that we should, because your exact yeah, God, point, no. Eric, that this is what the, the Second Amendment is there for a purpose of, yes. um, you know, the, the people being able to stand up against tyrannical governments and so on and so forth. Um, but back just back to the gun, um, the, the problem in this country, and the, what is the root cause and just trying to get deeper into that. Um, you look at other countries that have much stricter gun laws or, or gun laws that basically preclude the, the ownership of gun. Like they, they basically, they, they don't have them or they have very, very few of them, or it's very difficult to get one like Japan, for instance. Well, Japan's um, an island. Them. So. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you, you can, you can own them there, but they're just very, very hard to get. I mean, Germany, you know, even England, France, they're all very restrictive in the number, the type of gun and the number of guns that you can own and what they're for. And you have to have a reason for it. And they're passing new laws in Canada now to get rid of handguns altogether. Um, and I have a intruder in my feed here again, but, um, anyway, uh, Gun violence is much, much, much lower in those places. Um, in, in fact, it's like exponentially lower. It's, it's, it's to the point where it's almost non-existent compared to the United States. We're closer to places like third world countries as far as the amount of gun violence that occurs here. Well, Brazil um, is a civilized country, but Brazil has one of the worst. It, it has, it has it competed is, with yes. the United States. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Mexico is really bad, too. So Sri Lanka and a bunch of other, you know, countries that, you know, our, our previous illustrious, you know, president would have called shithole countries. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and so what does that say about this country is my whole point, is if in those shithole countries, these things happen. What are we? Well, I do believe in, I hate this term because it's so loaded politically, but I do believe in American exceptionalism. I think when you try to... Not not at all. No. (laughs) Not not even close. Exceptionally shitty. Well, I we're, do we're, we have rights. Exceptional in the amount of money that we give our rich people. And See, this is what I shouldn't have said it. Of, it's such yeah. a politically loaded term. What I mean mm. is, I feel like our mm. way of defining human rights is unique Mm -hmm. in the entire world. (laughs) Um, And that is what makes us exceptional. But it isn't anymore. It's not exceptional anymore, though. We started a good thing. And we other did. people have run with it and made it better, and we uh, have yeah. lagged behind. I didn't even get right to make my point yet. <laughs> so go ahead. Yeah. Make your point. Make your point. Make your point. I will shut up. We'll, we'll both shut up. Okay. Let me think for a second so I can get my point back in my head. Um, what I was trying to say um, was that... <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> what I was trying to say is that like, yeah, other countries have different, they have different situations. Um, and when you try to compare this country to that country, you kind of run into a lot of difficulties with logistics. Um, and, and just like understanding the reality of America as opposed to the reality of say Germany, it's very different and trying to compare gun statistics doesn't really work. No, uh, yeah, it's not apples to apples. It's not. Yeah. And I think you, you mentioned Japan, which Japan is a great example because Japan has like one of the lowest gun rates in the entire civilized world. They also Um, have some of the most restrictive gun laws in the world, aside from you just can't have them. They do. There's a very, like I said, the fact that it's an island really, really helps. It's a lot easier to control the guns when you're a small island nation. It's harder to get them in. I still haven't really American recovered the I still haven't recovered the point I was trying to make before I um, dared are, to say know, those Ger- words. Germ- Germany, Japan, they're all very different because logistics and getting the guns in. They're just different situations, different human different, rights was the yeah. main thing that you pointed yeah. out. Yeah, and I do think that the second amendment is a very important uh, outline of a human right, the right to self-defense, mm-hmm. the right to defend yes. against a tyrant. Absolutely government. agree. These are big, important things. Um, And a lot of countries don't have that. Most countries don't have that. Um, And also, like, we're at this point now where you can't change that reality now. Like, there's no gun buyback program that you could implement that would actually fix this. Like, you can't put, like we were talking about at the very beginning, you can't really put the genie back in the bottle. You can't. You could reduce the number of guns that exist in the United States through a gun buyback program, but it wouldn't be a very popular program. It wouldn't work very well, is the whole point. The few places that have tried, like even recently, um, Australia, Canada did one 30 years ago. Australia did one within the last five or 10 years, no, but there was uh, one here in the United States, somewhere in the Northeast, they tried a, it was a voluntary mm-hmm. buyback program and it had the I want to exact, say it was New York state, but it had um, the exact well, opposite that, effect. Like gun was, ownership actually went up after that. Um, okay. People sold their old guns to get new ones. Basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because if you said, yeah, if you, if you're doing well, a buyback, you're you set a, dollars you for set a baseline, crap? yeah, you set a baseline <laughs> price and people just turn in crap. Yeah. Yeah. So for it, all it's a gun, these, it works. For all these reasons, I think when you compare America to other countries, you're kind yeah. of missing the point. Um mm-hmm. because you can't change this reality for th- all those reasons. For the Second Amendment, for the fact that the genie's out of the bottle, and for yeah. the fact that trying to take when, away guns is not gonna work in this country. It's just when not. When, <laughs> when I talk about American exceptionalism not being a valid point that we are not exceptional as far more to do with everything else than it has anything to do with you know gun policy or gun ownership in this country has to do with our education system has to do with our health care has to do with how we treat yeah those are fucked up because has to the do, government well it has to do, well <laughs> no, it's fucked not, up because the 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 laws that we the people sorry. have demanded to to be enacted in order to take care of these people is you, you know what i'm saying like we the people no, I, do. I don't you disagree. know have yeah, we we have done a very piss poor job of managing this country and man and, and helping the people or making this in, enriching the lives of the people in this country. And that's what I'm talking about when I talk about American exceptionalism as a bullshit concept. The only thing we're exceptional is is throwing people in prison. We're very exceptional at that. We have a huge prison population. You know, we're also mm-hmm. very exceptional at denying health care to the poor. 
you know, and things of that nature, you know. Yeah, and, see, and I can go on and on and on. And, but and when I talk like, about American exceptionalism, I'm not talking about the results. I'm talking yeah. about the founding <laughs> principles. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. That's okay. a completely different the results and how we got to them. Yeah. yeah. I think that, that, that yeah, that's we, another I, thing is we I, don't I, I, we, we don't a lot of us don't acknowledge I look at the how past other countries are doing to like, a lot of the education is a really big marker for me. As I look at how other countries are doing and like, you know, when, you know, countries like France and Germany and and Great Britain are all like beating our pants off kind of thing. Like they're way above us on the list. It's like what does that say about us? What does it really say about us? We just don't give a shit about our people. That's what it no, says it's to me. We, you know? we, 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 we care more heels. about ourselves than others. No, no I yeah. don't think that's true. I think what it is is we dig in our heels and we and we mm. we come we have two groups of people who decide something has to be done, but we have to do it our way and not their way. Their way is evil, our yeah. way is right. And they spend so much yeah. time arguing nothing gets done. Nothing actually right. no, happens. I don't disagree. <laughs> because they immediately just go. No, that's not going to work. We're not voting on it. Instead of at least bringing it to a table and discussing the shit. Yeah, God yeah. forbid they vote. Yeah, they I mean, would have to I, like I, answer yeah, to their voters. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's like if you went into a job thing and they're like, what would you like to be making tomorrow? It's like a million dollars. You know it's not going to happen, but you're going to throw it on the fucking table, right? Yeah. And yeah. then you talk it through. And yes, the Democrats bring shit that the Republicans don't like. Yeah. And the Republicans bring shit that Democrats don't like. But neither one of them want to go, okay, let's just talk. Yeah. No, I agree. Bring it Completely. to the floor well, and talk. Yeah. Amen. But, and don't just because, campaign speech yeah. at each other. Talk. Listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Argue. Because, <laughs> yes. because, because both parties seem to want to, and I'm not just going to point the finger at Republicans anymore because it's Democrats too. Both parties seem to want to pander to the the smallest minority within their own group you know and, uh, yeah that's and getting so much base. worse these days yeah yeah oh no it's getting worse and worse the base and it's like yeah the base is great and all but they're actually a small minority of the overall party so why do you pander to them so much and now pointing at republicans on that one more than democrats but um you know, we, we, we got to come to a point where we try to have some sanity again. And like, just, yeah, like you said, discuss it. Just sit down and fucking talk about the shit. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like even, we got to make changes or things aren't going to get better. Yeah. And whether those changes be, okay, we're going to try your way today. And oh, that didn't work. Let's let's just sit down and talk about it and try your way this time, you know. Yeah. And, but But that's, there's no civil discourse anymore. It's all like, you know. Um, everybody's on like, you know, doing a stump speech, you know, for their next election. It's, Amen, it's yeah. all about the next election. It's no longer about governing. It's no longer about doing what the people want us to do or, or doing what the people have sent these people to Congress to do. They just, you know, they're all looking for the next, their next, you know, set of election funds. It's just, anyway, uh, I'm going to get off my soapbox now. No, it's one of the things I find so frustrating about our current bipartisan system is that like you look at the left and people on the left will say, you, you shouldn't say can't let's, let's say what we can do. What can we fix? What can we yes. achieve? Yes. And then people yes. on the right say you can't do that because X, uh, or because well, we, like, we gotta stop. We gotta no, stop, um, uh, uh focusing on finish. what we didn't get. I'm sorry. I'm just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying though, Eric? No, is I do. Like I do. That's actually to, where I was going. Yeah. yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like we, we focus so much on 
well, my side only got these three points and we wanted these 10. And this other side's like, well, we only got two and we wanted 15. So what are you bitching about? It's like, well, at least we all got five points together, right? Yeah, right? that's what fucking compromise yeah, That's called compromise. Yeah, yeah we don't, you we don't do that anymore. Points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because you had 15 points and they had 10 doesn't mean that you're supposed to get a higher proportion of yours, a proportion of yours, and they're supposed to... No, it's... Yeah, I mean... We're, we're supposed to come to a point in the middle and discuss this shit and, and make and it people on the Eric, on the right Eric, will say yeah people on the left will say we should do this we have to make this change we have to do something and people on the right will say mm. no you can't do that at least not without like means testing or something and then people on the left will say oh you're just being racist we can't do means testing and then nothing happens <laughs> nothing mm. freaking happens <laughs> we need to we need to like you were saying we need to discuss it we need to come up with plans mm. we need to put those plans into action we need to we do need to means test yes. we need to find out what works and what doesn't yes. and when something yes. doesn't work we got to get rid of it and when something right. does work yeah. we should do more of it right that's what well, we should that's, do that's that, that's the whole thing is like when you throw out you spitball an idea and you just no that's not going to work you, just know, try you get that all the fucking time it's like just, just try just e- experiment yeah. in the fucking experiment i mean that's yeah. what we are Amen. This is an experiment. I mean, Preach. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know people say the experiment ended, we got it. And they look, you know, there's a lot of this, yeah, this a, experiment a, a lot of people going. like it, people at work, they, 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 they look at the founding fathers as though they were some kind of gods and the words they wrote down on paper are just perfect. Oh, they're, they're the gospel. You can't change the frigging and, gospel. And, and it's like, it's no, it was meant to be changed. Yes. It was all meant to be yeah. changed. Their yeah, big idea was we are humans, we are flawed, we can't tell you what to do, so we're going to come up with don't know some ideas, happen. and if they work, they work, and if they don't, they don't. You you change it, you fix it, you continue to evolve. Right, but this is the, an experiment that doesn't end. <laughs> right, but you wind well, up with no, these people that, the are, that are here's, like... Here's, here's the problem. Like, here's the problem is, is when you treat the Constitution like the Bible. And that's the problem. Like, to me, that's like with what you're talking about, Joe, is, yeah. is the issue is that you can't change the Bible, right? Because that's God's commandments, right? And, and, oh, it's, it's happened is, way more than people want to admit. Oh, I know, yeah. right? Well, but, there's that, yeah. <laughs> but, right. But what they're that's a whole other discussion. They're trying, they're trying to cookie cut, cutter their concepts of faith. And they're translating their faith into this country as the same thing as religion, right? They're just they're mm-hmm. taking this over here faith, and yeah. translating it to my faith of my country, right? Yeah. Which yeah, what, what's, what's the term? And, and um, becomes more um, authoritarian. Patriotism, nationalism. Exactly right. It Wrapped goes it so against. The whole concept of our founding, because one the concept exactly. of our founding was, OK, we can have these these documents like the Magna Carta that will explain what our government is. But unlike the Magna Carta or other documents of this ilk of other constitutions of other countries, this one can change. This one can mm-hmm. be altered by the people over time. And that, that was that was the, the genius was of secular. It. Yeah, yeah. And it, well, it was secular. I mean, yeah. all of most yeah. of our founding fathers were. The deists, reason we secular. don't need to get into that. Yeah. Um, and it's not that's beside the point it's it, the whole point of this whole secularism is that you keep it separate from religion in order to be yeah. able to change it so it doesn't become dogmatic so you, you don't end up with a system where 
a religion but, runs the government and so well, yeah, yeah, I'm a Jeffersonian. You're speaking we... to a Jeffersonian and that's the whole separation I think that's where a lot of the uh, or or maybe the small base of you know the the conservatives have gotten to that uh um constitutional dogmatic mindset Mm-hmm. And and they don't want any kind of change. Well, I do believe yeah. well, in textualism. I do believe that you have to take the law for what it says. Um, you, if you don't do that, and if you buy into this living constitution bullshit, then then the law can mean whatever you want, and you're well, just left with chaos. Well, well, but let's, let's you can change, change living, the law. That's the point. That's that's, that's where I refer <laughs> yes. to it as a living document, is because. It is something you can go in and change, but then you have like jurisprudence things where the Supreme Court has made a ruling and just completely ignores a whole section of an amendment. Yeah. yeah if you really want to talk textualism, look up what the Supreme Court is supposed to do. It's not supposed to do that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, I mean, because I, I agree with you. Like, there's, I can, I can absolutely see your point, right? Because if we view the Constitution as, like, from your perspective, the living context, right? I'm, I'm not going to say a, a, a living, like, a, like, just a, a living con, like context that it's it's an evolving context, right? Then you're amending the Constitution without actually doing the work of amending the Constitution, right? Right. And so, yeah, I, that's the and, thing and is so we can, have become lazy and we don't want to put in the work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't want to create laws anymore. No, no. The Congress no, no, definitely no, no, doesn't no. want to create laws. Mean, they want to divert all their authority no. to the either the Supreme Court or the executive branch. They don't want to do anything themselves. Exactly. That's hard. I I <laughs> yeah. don't want to say no. no, and I don't believe no, and and I don't believe and I think that's a the, Joe like and 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 all three of you. I'm going to call that out. I uh, and again, I I strongly disagree with that statement. I do not think that we're la- we're lazy. I think we're exhausted. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, we're exhausted because and 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 you can say it's a difference of means. We're the most fucking productive country in the world. Well, I didn't mean lazy in that way. It's just right. You know, I'm following where you're going, Joe, on that statement. Yeah, yeah. What what's confusing is that like. Our founders, they, they, they thought that it would be a com- competition for control, that each branch of government would want more power. They never envisioned a system no. where one branch of government is actually trying to divest all of its power because using that power is too difficult. And that's, yes. that's the situation we're in now. And that's, yeah, that's I mean, a big I problem. If, I think if there's one... Well, yeah. And, it, and it, it's happening at the federal level right, and the state level. Oh, yeah. It's happening all over right. the country. It's, it's like a, it's, you know, it's Congress yeah. absolutely wants to divest and themselves it, of their responsibilities and their, right? And because oh, yeah, that completely screws with their whole idea to get reelected or their whole um, reelection, right. you know, uh, stance. Yeah, but they're never going to get reelected if they wind up giving away all their power and we wind up. You know. Yeah, but if no, they never make an deal, it's not all a show when, now. when the government decides they. Right. You know, the governor decides I'm staying governor or the president decides I'm staying president mm-hmm. because they've gotten rid of all their power. Yep. Then we wind but, up with the same the, fucking situation we had I, <laughs> when we I had a revolt from Britain. I don't disagree. I'm just saying right. is that that seems to be the, the way that things are going is that they 
They seem to be more interested in re-election and and passing unpopular or otherwise not necessarily unpopular, but controversial law has a tendency to get them unelected, you know, or removed from office by whoever can yell well, yeah, loudest doing- about how horrible they are because of it, you know. So it's all well, it's all election election stump speeches now. It is right, and 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 like you guys were like again. Like you guys were saying earlier, and and again, like like especially like this this Trumpian branch has be has taken it to a whole nother level. The the again, like but this isn't Pelosi and and um, Schumer are excellent at this concept. Is they don't actually want to pass laws; they want to point the finger at the other other side. That's why whenever yes. you get like yes. when. When the Republicans it's their fault. had it's not mine. the the House, the Senate, and the the um, uh, presidency, the only thing that got passed was tax breaks for the wealthy, right? And now that the uh, uh, Democrats have the House, the Senate, and the the presidency, nothing's getting fucking passed, right? Because they don't actually want to pass anything because they want to point the finger at the other people, right? And and. They, yeah, the dirty little secret is is they don't want to be in power. They they want to be in the minority because they can bitch and moan and complain and get more money. <laughs> right, and they, right, and they don't, and, and they get uh, again, like right now, the Democrats are already running against Trump, whether R- Trump is is the candidate or not, and he's not even fucking president, and they're starting to run on Trump already. Because of the fact that that's how they get all their funding, right? Like Roe v. Yep. Wade may be overturned. They don't want to. They haven't passed anything. They haven't done anything to 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 you know correct that, fix that. They they have the the Senate, they have the House, they have the presidency. They can go ahead and pass a law and get it pass a bill and get it signed into law, like right this fucking moment, right? They theoretically could. And if Biden had like some cojones, he'd go like, look. Uh, uh, mansion, mansion, and cinema are are holding this up for everybody. Go after them. Go mm-hmm. after them. They should not be in office. Like go out. Like he'd be calling them out. That's like, that, like he'd well, the, be strong the, and all, the problem strong is and Scott is that like, like, the problem is if he goes after them, then they get then the people that replace them are Republicans in their yeah, own because right, no, no, their yeah. districts not, are not not necessarily yeah. Democrats. Their necessary. districts flip. No, no. So. No, I not guess they do get silly, but it's going to be another moderate Yeah. No, no, exactly. no not necessarily. Because Sweeney almost, Sweeney, um, I think her name was Sweeney. Um, she had a really good fight against Manchin. Um, and mm-hmm. she's got a lot of name recognition because she's um, the, like, multiple generations of coal miner. Uh, like, She's got multiple generations. She's the great, great, like the granddaughter or the great granddaughter. Okay, you're getting in the weeds again. Like, anyway, anyway, your main point here is that yes, Democrats control the government. (laughs) They could, if they wanted to, pass a law making Roe v. Wade a federal issue, like making it a federal law that abortion cannot be made illegal. They could do that. They They could do that because Manchin will lose his job. And so, no, not even that. Know. And they don't want to do it. Not even that. They don't want, they don't want to. It has nothing to do with Manchin, really. They are getting. They're actually so kind of happy that Manchin has been such a poison pill I, for their yes. plans. Yeah. Yes. Can I use that? You're, right. you're raising so much question. money off of that. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, Joe. 
Can it merge back on the interstate? Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Anyway, uh, getting back to the original conversation that we're having is as painful as it is. Um, And as much as we keep verging off because of how difficult this conversation is, um, Scott, as being the in the uh, position you are, why? What is it about things that you think are leading to the increase of kids killing kids in school? I mean, what, 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 what is what are we doing in this country differently with our kids? That's a good question. So this is not going to be scientifically bad. No, no, I just, I just want an opinion, you know, you don't have to back up with statistics and stuff. I'm clarifying None of us have done any studies. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm just clarifying that what I'm saying, because again, I like, I am a professional, so I always have to state, this is not coming from any kind of scientific background. This is just purely opinionated and anecdotal based on what I've seen of like families studying, like not studying politics keeping up with politics, right? Again, mm-hmm. it's always about, like, because none of us are researching bullshit, like, 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 no, like, you hear that. That's time for that, anyway. Bullshit. Not, no, no, no matter no, how many no, times no, they no, put no, the no. word I mean, science next to it, politics is not a science. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I know, I know. But no, I'm just saying, like, like, you hear that so many times. I researched on Google. That's not fucking research, dumbass. That's not that's research. Looking that's looking for information to support <laughs> that's, your argument. Right, that's, that's, <laughs> right, right. That's just, that's just, that's just looking shit out. Like, that is not fucking research. Stop using that goddamn term to make yourself feel better about yourself. You're not. Like, anyways. So, this is just me. Well, that's why I know that there's frog DNA in my water. (laughs) (laughs) It's making me gay. Frog's gay, did you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Frog's gay. Stop drinking swamp water again. Because all the shit they're putting in the water making the frogs gay. There's a lot of shit in your water. So I went to conversion conversion therapy, and now I'm better. No, anyways, like but I still that, look um, a little like, funny so, at Kermit. <laughs> right, I have to I know, feed right? these cats. I just have a wide stance. Other. That's all. I, I'm a wide stance, and I tap when I'm peeing like, in the in the Minnesota <laughs> airport. Shall, shall we take a quick five in minute? Yeah. Five five minutes. Let me feed these cats before they eat each other. Do you have trouble sleeping, functioning in your daily life, or remembering things? Are you tired of your brain constantly malfunctioning on you? Do you just think and feel too much? Well, come on over to Cerebellum's, the world's leading expert in dealing with overactive mental strain. Our state-of-the-art professionals will scoop out that troublesome lizard brain of yours and replace it with 100% natural American-grown sawdust from the finest cedar this side of the Mississippi, ensuring that you'll no longer have to stress and strain over all those annoying thoughts and feelings. Once again, that's Cerebellums, available in all 50 states except New Jersey. Contact your local offices today, and remember our motto, no brain, no pain. These statements have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration and do not represent the opinions of any medical professionals. Side effects of the patented scoop-and-replace procedure may include chronic drowsiness, dry mouth, total lack of affect, permanent catatonia, persistent incontinence, extreme memory loss, and getting smothered to death by a large Native American man. Do not undergo the procedure if you are allergic to cedarwood. Cerebellum's worked for me. And here I was thinking this wouldn't be a fun episode to do. I'm really enjoying it. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I am too. No, and and again, I like the discussion because again, like I like having these conversations. And I'm serious, man. Like you really do help me see the flaws of some of my arguments, right? And like the areas where I'm like, let me rethink this part, right? Because like I still stand by what I like by my beliefs and my thoughts and things like that, but you help me refine them, right? You are the whetstone by which I sharpen my sword. Yeah. And you know, I feel I feel a lot the same way with you. Like you keep me honest. Like you you're when you when you argue with me, it's not just arguing for argue's sake. You always do bring facts and reason and we have good discussions it's not just yelling at each other and like yeah. i feel like that's a lot more constructive we try to come up with solutions and i like that and yeah. i feel like that I did, it's, I did it's better than screaming into the void like you do with most people you know oh i know i always love the 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 name of this um the the fox show called outnumbered um and it's outnumbered is that the one with like the like, five women and one man or something like that yes 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 Right. And it's like, it's interesting. Your perspective is from the male perspective on a women's panel show. Right. Like, like, right. <laughs> like, like it's such wonderful framing. Right. It just says it all. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, it, like to me, I'm like, well, there's your like, there's your proof uh, of their perspective. Right. So anyways. Um, but no, I think I like because I, I feel like. Having some balance right of of ideas and 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 i i do see damien as being more more like he's like a fulcrum to bring he's that like a center point yeah, <laughs> yeah right because like i think damien has uh, ideas testes. kind of leaning on both sides <laughs> and then and what a big point having, it is <laughs> having, I know, right having two on the right two on the left one that's a little bit like has you know uh uh liberal and conservative like leanings right like and and you know just kind of like a a, a real supreme court kind of like a an honest supreme court like i think that's a, a like a, a good um and are, plus are you also trying to argue this, that we should all be on the supreme court no yeah no no <laughs> we, but no it couldn't be worse <laughs> true oh my god we could always right? just put names in a hat and pull them out and say <laughs> yeah you, go. you got it there's any an one of us would be like jury duty. better than <laughs> any one of us would be immensely better than Clarence Thomas, who already ha who never has a, who I think he's at least last I heard this this stat had never asked a question uh, from the um, the Supreme Court bench because he's always has his mind already made up before he even walks into the. Oh, he's the, one of the worst justices we've ever had. He's completely opinionated on everything at all I, times. So, I, and, and I don't care about his his Their perspective. Job is to be opinionated. Even if he, he, no. Yes, but he doesn't even weigh either. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not waiting for an argument to be made. He's I'm not made a Supreme Court watcher. So. I honestly don't know a lot about the actual justices. I just read opinions. <laughs> like, yeah, but no, like, like, like from him, like, and again, I like even if he was a liberal and and like a, a super hardcore progressive, I would hate him because I want a justice who's going to ask questions and inquire and get, because again, what the, what the hell is the two, point of the two 
lawyers arguing these cases if you already decided your answer before even coming to the bench and there's no changing you, right? Then, then this is just, then why don't we just send you the stuff and you just tell us from on high what you feel like we should do? Because then you're just a fucking messiah. Fuck you. You're, you're there. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck you. That's, that's not your role. Right. Like, I don't get, and, and, and I don't give a fuck who your wife is getting paid by. All right. Anyway, so, I would love to be able to listen into their actual discussions. You know, to the Supreme Court. Yeah. When they're just them talking things through, mm-hmm. I would love to be able to hear that. Apparently, they laugh. Here, a lot. I, Apparently, they here, get along here, really well. <laughs> that's great. You know, but to hear what they're actually talking about, what points they think are valid points, what things they don't, not just what they've whittled down into, you know, their opinion, uh-huh. you know, but actually hear the process. No, it would know? be fascinating. I, I would love to be uh-huh. a fly on the wall. Yeah. No. So, okay, Scott, tell us Scott, what you thought. Continue of. with your point. I, can you hear my fan, by the way? No. Okay. Perfect. You don't have any so, fans. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> he has at least one. Maybe, maybe three. I have three. My wife and well, my two little girls, now, and they think I'm amazing. Yeah. So go fuck Dude, yourself. Wait until, wait until the other two that become hurts. teenagers, and then, yeah. Oh, I know, right? And then it'll just be one. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. Um, anyway. Oh, I am my biggest fan, and I am all the fan that I need. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> like a true narcissist. No, stop spinning it around. That's not what I meant by fan. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> it's my new take on floppy floppy. <laughs> I bring a little anyway, spinny, spinny into it now. Uh, <laughs> Is that a well, I mean, at least you're not beating against your forehead, Scott. You know, we're, right? Right. We're putting your nuts in the corner oh. pocket. Or dipping your balls in it. (laughs) Anyway. All right. So, so again, and so I preface this, this is just my opinion. Um, you know, and, 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 and just so that people understand what am I basing it on? I'm basing it on like anecdotal experience. I'm basing it on what I've seen like anecdotally with my like clients. Um, and over the course of working with people, right. Um, and just sort of like what they're talking about and what their experiences are over like the past 20 years. Um, keeping up with, um, political news and, you know, politics and things like that. And then, you know, and, and then also just sort of like, um, making some inferences based on professional, like, knowledge base. But, and so, so ultimately it, it is just opinion. Okay. So I just want to make sure that's clear. Um, but I think like, like I said, we are the most productive country in the fucking world. Um, like you can see the charts that, you know, when they, when you look at the wages versus productivity, it keeps up until about 1970, 1980s. And then there's like, starts to be this divergence of our productivity going super high and our wages kind of stagnate. Right. And we, we were, <clears throat> <a> gold standard. 
Sorry. Continue. We all have our own ideas, right? But but again, we we see that, right? So this whole like construct of like or concept of we're lazy or people are naturally lazy. To me, that's bullshit. Because if you take mm-hmm. people like no like people will go do stuff, right? People fucking volunteer, right? Like, especially you look at, and, and again, when do, like most people, when do they volunteer when they're fucking retired, they don't have to work. Like you get a lot of people that go in and will volunteer because they get fucking bored. They want to do something, right? We mm-hmm. want to do right. And it's not because we've trained ourselves to work all our life and we need to keep working. No, it's because we want to be a part of the community. People want to, you know, people go to churches and sign up for churches and they sign up for PTAs and they sign up for all these things. They want to fucking give, right? Yeah. Um, and so, so, and again, that doesn't, and so when you sit there and you say, like, again, Damien, you're working on your fucking deck. Why? Because it needs to be fixed. But why? I don't know. Because if I want to have friends over or something, it looks good. You know? And but also why? increases the value of my house. Okay, but are you planning on selling it anytime soon? I, actually, I've been toying with the idea. Okay. Is that any, any I mean, time in the immediate future? Next year, year and a half. Okay, but that's not immediate. Falls. That's not immediate. Right? So to fix well, it's it. It's not then. like tomorrow, but it needs okay, to be but, soon. So fix it in, then. Yeah. So fix it in a year. Yeah. No, no, fuck that. It needs to be fixed now so that it's ready to be sold. Is the thing. That's it, it, the very bad example that you're trying to make there, Scott. This no, is, yeah. no. Yeah. No, just fix it a month before you're selling it. But how am I going to have the time for that? I've got a dozen other things that need to be fixed. Ah. Uh, where's the fucking time? Yeah. Okay. So, that, but that's what I'm saying is that so if you had mm-hmm. the time to be able to work on your stuff, you would work on mm-hmm. it on your own. There's no yeah, like all and the again, damn time. They'd be done already. Right, but that's what I'm saying. So. Yeah. Don't give me this. You're lazy. Yeah. Right. Because again, we have hobbies. We have different mm-hmm. things that we're trying. And again, like we could say, well, it's fucking video games. Look at YouTube. YouTube is riddled with people that make money playing fucking video games. Like that is work. It's a job. There's now. a fucking yeah. yeah there's there's a, a whole job. like there's a thing called Twitch. fucking Ely. Yeah, I was gonna say it's Twitch. Kind of, you like, make a lot more money in YouTube. <laughs> right. Right. Well, yeah. 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 What is Twitch? But, but, it's, it's basically sh- YouTube for video gaming, video game streaming, oh, yeah. basically. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But no, like, 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 but they have e-leagues where you're fucking like electronic athletes, right? Video game athletes, like, like, uh, like, no, but they make fucking, fucking bank, speed running. Oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, I, I mean, so, I wish they had that shit in the late nineties, early two thousands when I was oh. heavy into video games, I would have been like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go kill some people in unreal tournament and make money. You know, right, I'm going to fucking bank with this shit. Bank, because I was like the shit in some of that yeah. shit stuff. But anyway, but no, I, like I I'm, think I'm paradoxically, you, we're a really productive society because we're so lazy. Only an American like Henry Ford could have come up with the assembly line, ways to make things as easy you know, as possible and as labor. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. You no, know, that's efficiency. <laughs> that's not right lazy. There. That's efficiency. Yeah, but that's, it's efficient that right there. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's that's basically how I we're, would define efficiency. We're an efficient society. <laughs> efficiency is the most important thing. 
No, but and that's part of no, the reason why we're in the condition we're, we're the situation we're in right now economically is because our our economy or our um, our production system is so efficient that it can't handle um, any bumps in the road. Well, right now, yeah, any, but I mean, any, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, Aaron, no, no, but let, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. We are so efficient. And we have made all these strides oh. to make things easier for ourselves that we now have more time to devote to the things that we want to do. Yes. So we are able to be productive in that sense. So I think, yeah, you're right. I mean, <laughs> you are definitely right. We are, we are a very productive society because we have been able to craft the tools we needed to create the time, to make the time that we could use to pursue the things that we are passionate about. Right. Well, but I, no, I don't even. No, and I don't how even many mean of that. us actually get to do that? No, but yeah. no, no, no. Like, like, let's go back. <laughs> no, I heard true. But no, your like, hundred dollars. Right. Yeah, man. Dance for it, baby. Dance for it. I got yeah, a new like, Patreon this month. <laughs> no, like, like. Congratulations. With but no, with that, like, <laughs> when I say productivity, I mean what we're manufacturing. Like our manufacturing, like again, like I know we always talk about the manufacturing being shipped over, but we still manufacture a huge amount of shit over here. And on top of it, like when, it you ta- when we talk about, yes. yeah, it is. But <laughs> when, when you also talk about productivity, it's like the amount shit. of hours because there's lots of people that have one, two, three fucking jobs. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so just to make ends meet, that's productivity, right? So Again, it's not even just being, and, and that's, that's to me is the problem, right? Is mm-hmm. if we had productivity where you could work a job and you made enough for one of the, one of the, the, the partners, you know, um, partners or spouses or whatever the fuck you want to call it, could, could stay home. So you had one stay at home parent and one parent that's working and then could come home and spend time with the family and they made enough in order to take care of your house pay for the things for your activities and be engaged, then they could actually like it, like kind of like we did. And again, like white middle America did back in the fifties and stuff like, then you would have a better situation, right? Because you would have parents more involved in their kids. You have parents that would be in the PTA. You would have parents that could do those things. I have lots of parents that want to be active in the PTA. They just have no fucking time. They have no fucking time mm-hmm. and no availability. I'd be and active in the PTA if I had more time. Right? But I don't. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, I, I, there's so many fucking dads. Like where I live, mm-hmm. the majority of people that are, are stay-at-home parents are moms. Right. And again, there's only a few. Right. Um, and I know like we will do our morning walks and stuff like that together or whatever. Um, and like, I, like there's so many dads that look at me when, and, and not because I'm the volunteer coordinator that are like, I just, I fucking want to. Right. And it's like the heartbreak I see in them. Right. Because they can't be involved and they want to, they want to, they want to pass on their, their knowledge. They want to, mold their children they want to be active in there right and they want to be active in the school they want their kids like seeing them right and and like i see that shit right and it breaks their heart right and when they get home what do people do the most of and this is why we call them lazy and why we adopted is because so many people when they get home they just fucking turn on the phone they turn on the tv you know like they'd watch the boob tube and we say like, well, you're being lazy. But like you said, Eric, 
No, they're not being lazy. They're fucking recovering. They're exhausted, right? They're mm-hmm. recharging, right? They're detaching because they've been a- fucking around it. And now they get home and they don't want to hear the kids. You're like they're, they're, their emotions are fried and they don't want to listen to the fucking kids. They don't want to talk to their partners, right? They don't mm-hmm. want to like just hear it because they just want to just desensitize themselves and just disconnect from everything yep. around them and just escape. Go ahead, Eric. I um, think this actually brings it back around. I think this is a big core reason for the problem of, you know, uh, disaffected youth of school oh, shootings. Yes. This is yes. parents not being able to be present for their kids, yes. uh, especially fathers. And I don't mean to sound like a social yeah. conservative because trust me, I'm not a social conservative, oh, but like fathers matter quite a bit. The lack of father figures in a lot of homes really does correlate mm-hmm. to things like gun violence. Um, There's been a lot of research done on this. Yeah. Um, and even in like white middle-class suburbia, which let's face it, that's where mm-hmm. most school shootings happen is in white middle-class mm-hmm. suburbia. Um, that kind of thing, it, it resonates, it, you know, yeah. when the, when the father's not present or even sometimes when the mother's not present, there's mm-hmm. that deficiency bleeds down into the next generation and it leads to yes. travesty. If you if you have um, kids that are that are brought up without, and it doesn't have to be male and female, but it has to be um, masculine and feminine roles for the most part. You know, if you you have kids brought up without two parental figures, they they just there's something that just doesn't happen that's quite right. You know, it it, it they don't get both perspectives. They don't get the you know, the, the nurturing with the responsibility and, and, you know, side of things. And, um, you end up with, uh, with, with kids that aren't fully adjusted, you know, is, no, and is if you look at, if you look at like urban violence and I'm, I'm not trying to make this a racial thing, it's just poor urban neighborhoods. It's usually single parent mm-hmm. homes all across the board living in the projects. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah where we get gang violence. That's, that's where yeah. it comes from, you know, yeah. coming it's, it's from always, a, yeah, but coming from a single parent home. Yeah. My entire life. Yeah. I got both. I saw my mom work her ass off. I saw the responsibility mm-hmm. and I had the compassion mm-hmm. from no, my I don't, mom. Yeah, but I don't yeah. think it has to come down to a, a, a male and a female figure in a child's life. It has to come down to somebody in, that cares enough. Correct. To yes. show. But it takes it takes. It, 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 it takes both sides of that coin, though, is what I'm saying, whether that's from one person. And, and I'm sorry, I, I should have made that more clear, but it, it could be one person making all of that happen. Like your mother, yeah. um, Joe. Um, but, but somebody has got to be able to show both sides of that same coin. You know, the, you have to have the, the nurturing side and the, the more, you know, the heart, the harder, you know, more, uh, uh responsible. Discipline, side. Yeah, discipline and song. Side. Yes. 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 Um, and this is also both sides. This isn't to imply that every kid who's raised in a broken home is going to grow up to be violent. 
That's but, but, not but, true yeah. at all. Yeah, but, but Joe, can, Joe, can you we and get I away from both, the, yeah, both from was, broken homes, right, but well, just but di- that, in different that's ways. That's a term. That's a term I don't like. Is the Fair idea enough. of a broken. I've home. always hated that too. I have. About, I'm, I'm not using family. Sometimes, yeah, because there are sometimes from. But the thing is, sometimes it's not just one. Sometimes it's the the parents know. Sometimes it's for whatever reason that way. Yeah, yeah, that they cannot live together. That's the way it, where they I need am. To separate, and that's where I know? am right now with with me and my daughter. Is you know, uh, my oldest daughter, I should say, um, is that uh, it's far more functional this way than it was. Yes, because yeah, we're putting a negative idea on something that you know it it, it happens. You know, not pe- people sometimes can't grow together in a relationship as time goes on. And it's fine. And it it is fine. But when you use the negative terms for those things as though it's like the person's broken, it's the same thing I have with religion. It's like this constant idea that you, you're that from the moment you're born, you're broken and you need to be Mm -hmm. fixed. Mm -hmm. You know, life will break you on its own. You don't have to come out broken. You know, it's just a point I just wanted to clarify. It's, 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 the, it's the, a, I think the better uh, society is already is broken, so it's going to try to break you anyway. So I don't mean it's broken. I don't mean but. to imply that a kid raised in a single parent home is necessarily going to be in a worse shape than a kid who's raised in a in a two parent home. There are kids raised in two parent homes that are fucked up beyond recognition. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And. Scott's and, case in point over there, yeah. Exactly. He's raising his hand. And there are <laughs> single parent f- families that work way better than, you know, your mm-hmm. average 1950s schlocky, you know, nuclear family shit. You know? Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm we not trying to make here. I'm not yeah. trying to make broad generalizations. I'm simply trying to say that You're just making generalizations about broads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm That's trying a good to way say, to put it. It's not that. It's a, sorry. It's not that like ninety percent of, let's say, you are I do citing like real statistics. Though you are really actually citing real statistics. If you do the the actual the the research into it, then yes, I'm, you are correct. What I, I'm I trying agree to with say your point is yeah. that it's not that ninety percent of all homes that are single parent homes or in some way dysfunctional. I still like that term dysfunctional. Um. 90% of those, it's not going to be a bad problem. It's not going to be a problem. It's just that 90% of people who are disaffected, who come into serious problems later in life and who become school shooters tend to come from dysfunctional families. But can I ask a question? With yeah. us being the trailing end of Gen X and a, a good chunk of us, or at least I'm, people I'm a I know. I don't know what you're talking about. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that subgroups if you want to keep breaking it down but but anyway and the gen x a lot of us were latchkey kids right Mm -hmm. oh absolutely i was definitely we didn't have somebody watching us all the time you know not after the age of seven yeah Yeah, my dad was a lawyer my mom was a nurse working in an er so yeah my parents were never so yeah so what changed is this was getting back to my question that i was trying to ask earlier is what what we we happened. come from we come from a dif- dysfunctional system is what you're trying to get at. Yeah, well, and yet we didn't go shoot all of our classmates. Of course not. Let me, gonna, yeah. Can I, let me. So, let what's, me also, so what's what's the difference? Let me let me also kind of 
let me let me step in here also with this because like you know with what you're talking about eric um and and like and again i i I, not to say that you know and this it's not a knock on a single parent right no not but if i was a single right if i was a single parent it would be dysfunctional in the sense, especially if I was doing it on my own and I didn't have the partner stepping in, right? Again, if if you have a single parent home, you know, and both parents are involved, that doesn't have to be, that's going to be, there's going to be greater rates of some level of dysfunction, but it doesn't have to be a catastrophic issue, right? Um, but when you have a single parent, like Damon brought up, previously that like there was a time when he was kind of doing it all on his own right it there's there's added stress and stress causes dysfunction and disorder right and when we uh, have stress in our body that depends shows on the up. person but yeah no i like you, because you can't you can't do it all we have too many demands when it comes to mm. work when it comes to childcare, when it comes to like because shit comes up and you just cannot do it on your own you have to have support, whether it's coming oh, it's from family. Comes in, like right? what Damien exactly. was talking about. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. right? You have to I have support. support. Yeah. Exactly. But you can't, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. You can't, A, none of us, I hate that term, none of us do it on our own regardless. And none of us got to where we are on our own. We're a fucking community. Well, quite, quite, quite often, even in two parent households, you have uh, the support of the community just as much as anybody else does. Absolutely. Um, you know. It, you it, just have less, but you're sharing, like you also have an yeah. immediate partner, right? Like yeah. you have, you, you can have always rely on, yeah. yeah, right? Exactly. You have a yeah. consistent, reliable figure, right? Mm-hmm. That you can pass it off, and that's also like helping you with a lot of different things. And you're it's also the amount of up. nurturing you're able to get as a child. It's like exactly. whether you get it from one parent, two parents, an well, entire community, a church, a whole yeah. giant family. It doesn't matter as long as you're getting exactly. enough love and nurturing. You're fine. Yes. But it's not That's just love deficit. and nurturing, though. It's also it's also the flip side of that coin. You have to have the responsibility side. But that's I think that's part of nurturing. That, that's part well, of nurturing. I, I, okay, as long as we're defining nurturing as including like parenting as a whole, yeah, which yes. includes the flip side of the coin, uh, not just the like, lovey dovey, love you know, kissy feeling. I know hippie. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no, as no, long no, as no. it involves like the actual parenting side of being a parent. Of you know discipline and you know don't cross the street without you know looking both ways or right. you know and, you're and, gonna die or less than you know and again like so, you know ahead, and Scott. trust me it, it, trust me I, like mm-hmm. I've seen plenty of kids that have phenomenal mamas that are definitely the disciplinarians in their families mm-hmm. uh, over that you're yep. right and and not even from a masculine perspective right they're just mm-hmm. don't like dad's the pushover mom's like i'm terrified of mom right or whatever like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring down, that's right? it wasn't my like, family i didn't fuck with my mama i know that because she was, i was gonna make that assumption but i didn't want to <laughs> yeah. make that assumption but i was like i bet you i bet you based on like what i know a little bit about that eric's dad <laughs> or what you talked about with your dad and the fact that your mom was a nurse i was like i bet you she was the one like wait till your mom gets home <laughs> Right, like I bet you, I was like, I bet you, I was like, I would have put money down. Okay, so, great. 
I had the benefit of two older brothers and I got to see what would happen when they pissed off my mom. I never pissed off my mom. I learned. (laughs) That's right. I have firsthand experience with the other side of that, which is, um, and I'm not going to say who or anything, but um, I know of a a, a kid that's basically just runs the, uh, you know, runs his mom around. Like, you know, he gets whatever he wants all the time, no matter what. And she just gives it to him. Um, now, yes, she does reach her limit and she does snap and say, no, fuck you. You're going to do what I want you to do kind of thing. And he falls in line, but that's very few and far between. Most of the time he's running her down the road, doing whatever the hell he wants her to do. And up until like, he has nothing to do with mom or dad. That's just, that's just a particular parent. That's personality type, but parenting style. Yeah. Yeah, Right. 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 It it seems more common amongst the, the, the fairer sex. And I'm not trying to, (laughs) you know, or that um, could be your, that could be your observation. It could be. Right. It could also be the statistics, but you know, go ahead. Yeah. But those are cultural differences too. Right. Statistics like, are like bikinis. What they show is really interesting, but what they conceal is vital. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. Very true. All right. So, so and again, so like, like and again, like, like, let's, let's, unless, you know, and again, that's why I bring up, like, let's, let's, before we say something as a fact, let, you know, or whatever, let's, yeah. let's acknowledge that we, we're not having, like, much to back, you know, some of these. Oh yeah, most of this claims, is all right. anecdotal. Right, but, right, yeah. exactly. So, so again, so that's why I bring We're up just four like, dudes bullshitting. Be, so yeah, right. Yeah, I was yeah, about to yeah, say, yeah. just be mindful. Like that could be confirmation by more. Like I'm, I'm going to say, as, and I'm biased because I'm a single dad, but I'm going to say that um, most of the single dads I know do a better job. I'm just going to leave that out there. <laughs> and you or the mothers? Than the mothers. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Most yeah, my anecdotal experience, yeah, actually, do I do a better I job at, 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 at parenting than single mothers. I always do, think other people parent better than me. I'm not well, saying that well, I'm, I struggle. I, hey, I am not a great parent. I, as as good as I think that I am compared to some, I am. I mean, there are so many guys or, and families in general that I look at it. I'm like, how the fuck did they get their kids to turn out that way? You know, it's like, I'm, I'm I am gonna, just screwing up left and right. I am I'm, just leaving it I'm all gonna, out there, apparently. So I'm just going to say know. that everybody mm-hmm. brings their own dysfunction into it. Oh, yeah. And oh, that, yeah. What, oh. And, and that our values can be different in the sense of mm-hmm. what we prioritize and prioritize and what we value. And that mm-hmm. the truly functional family is as much of a myth as the normal person. Yeah. It just but, doesn't exist. But, it's yeah, there's no such thing so, as normal. <laughs> but what I'm, so what I'm trying to bring it up like this, or again, because what you value and what you mm-hmm. say is like a better parent may not be supported by another person as far as yeah. how they would yeah. priority what's most important in their child. Right. Mm-hmm. And so therefore there could be like further bias in that, that, that in your observation. Because what you yeah. feel is the most I, important thing. What, what, where I measure it at is, um, you know, like preparing your child to live in a world. And, that, I, like, like yeah. again, again, I, not I'm, like, I'm not trying to, to get into, right. So, I'm not trying yeah. to get into like specifics. I'm just saying, again, I would be I'm just saying with, with a declaration mm-hmm. like that, because I get, I get your point. Right. Cause, but, cause but again, I, I think as a parent, our job is to prepare our children for a world that wants to kill them. Ultimately. Um, the world does not care about your child. It does not care about you or your child. Your job is to prepare your child to survive in that world. And 
Yeah, I'm not saying that in like, you know, we're all going to go after each other with knives and sticks and things of that nature. This world is, doesn't give a shit about you. It doesn't owe you anything. It doesn't give a fuck who you are or where you came from or who your parents are, honestly. I don't That's agree. I think that. we've come a long yeah. way in the animal kingdom. I mean, we don't. No, even I was going to say, like, I don't agree with that. Like, I like, and again, I don't agree with that because, again, we like, may have built systems to support people that you know. anymore. I think yeah. he's talking more in the grand sense, like the, the grand world. sense. Oh, yeah, the like, world. There's hurricanes yeah. and tornadoes yeah. and right. tons sure. of and viruses yeah. and Universe, shit that's yeah. going to yeah. fucking Nature kill you. Doesn't give a shit about you. Nature. Yeah. We're not having a Hobbesian argument here. We're not talking about whether or not we're born evil or born good. That's not where we're going with this. This is a whole world kind of thing. Nature, the universe. Nothing gives a Lots shit about of people you. actually want to help out, right? And yeah, so a lot of people right. do. Right, yeah. Right. Well, and yeah. that's all we fucking are, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, like again, like, and, and so, like, preparing your kids to, like, bite off, like, killer bees, like, or yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. No, I know, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Fucking fish, <laughs> like, flying fish, right? <laughs> Right? Mm-hmm. With the pointy hands, right? <laughs> <laughs> In California, those are fish, yes. Yes, yeah. correct. No, no, again, uh, I, like, I want to, and I want to say this, I want to put this on the fucking record. That's my new allergy. We'll have anaphylactic shots of a fish thing. No, I want to put this on the fucking record. I want this, I want, like I, I mentioned to you earlier, but I want this on the fucking record, goddammit. <laughs> I'm not pissed off about fucking bees getting associated with fish. <laughs> what my what I'm pissed off is about is the fact that why the fuck are fish identified as fucking invertebrates? <laughs> they are not fucking invertebrates. The fish aren't identified as invertebrates. The fish aren't being identified as invertebrates. The invertebrates are being identified as fish. No, <laughs> the difference. But the whole reason for the argument, the whole reason, if you read the article, yeah, like, if you read the, the argument, he's absolutely that, right. Yeah, okay. that fish are inv- identified as arguments. And here's the part that pissed me off: Invertebrates. is that WEAR? <laughs> I follow Channel Three in Pensacola. I, I, I follow their news post, and that's where I saw this. And I'm looking at the fucking. I was like, I got to see. I have to see. This is one of the few times I'm looking at the comment section. And I'm fucking mm-hmm. looking into people having an argument, and you're like, "Well, of course, because fucking, you know, fish and uh, something like fish and what did they use? Fish, bees, and something else are all fucking invertebrates, and so that's why they're defined like that. And so they're not saying that fish or fuck or bees are fucking fish, just that they're all fucking invertebrates." And I was like, "I just had to post but on they're there." They're not. Like, Right. Fish are not invertebrates. Fish are not fucking invertebrates. Why is the news coming from people that I guarantee you have tried to fillet a fish before? They have a backbone. I actually actually went and looked up the opinion because I was really curious how the hell they came to this conclusion. And I'll tell you, I figured it out instantly. As soon as I read the first line where it talks about who the plaintiff is and it was the California Almond Growers Association, I knew exactly what happened. Mm. It was all lobbying. 100%. Yes. 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 100% I agree. Money. Yep. Nope. 
Nope. Anyway, I, yeah, that's I it. get what you're saying. I just want to say the law, the, with- but the law itself was written in, in like first of all, that's it's an old law. It's not a new law. No, I know, but um, this but is I just, just an interpretation the of the law. This but, is where I get I into this whole off. living constitution bullshit. Yeah. Is that like yeah. you can make words mean whatever you want? No, you can't. Yeah. God damn it! My, words my mean something. Is, fish are fish. Point is, is that, <laughs> It was defined as fish. Invertebrates. It's a It's not fucking invertebrates. So, so they they grouped. They basically grouped all the all the sea creatures into the same group, which was they're all fish. Now, not including the not including marine mammals, but they basically grouped all of the other sea creatures into fish. It was endangered. So, and like yes, yes. So instead of saying marine invertebrates as being a separate. Um, right. Uh, category. They said they're fish. Just to no, keep the law of, simpler. Instead yeah. of passing a fucking law that said <laughs> these three bumblebee species time. are endangered, they had to go find a workaround because they didn't want to actually oh, legislate something. They, yeah, of course <laughs> not. Of course not. Because my point <laughs> yeah. from before is that, that, that yeah, it's, it, it's, it makes people like, you know, be, you know, not elected again when they actually have to do their jobs. So, right. You know. So, and because again, it's, and again, it's we can let the we can let the courts be the, the and plus also nobody fucking so, pays pays attention to the judges. So, it's, so who cares? It's getting late, and yeah. I, I think we need to go back to um, the main point yeah, here yeah, about so let's you, know, um, you know the Evaldi you know whole thing. Uh, the question that I have, something I want to know about uh, from everybody is, if that was your kid in that school, what would you do if you? pulled up on that school and the police weren't doing anything. I would like no, to believe I would be like that one mom who like just jumped in and took care and of business. Went yeah. One got her kid and ran out. Um, even After though she, she was, was being threatened with arrest. Yeah, she was no, handcuffed. She was, yeah, yeah. yeah, She was handcuffed and they, one of the officers let her loose after mm-hmm. a bit. And then she mm-hmm. fucking ran in and saved her own child. Yeah, I would like to believe that that would be me, but I would like to too. you just don't fucking know how you'll react. Yeah. You, you just don't. I'd like to believe that I'd go like, you know, Hulk smash on the whole thing and be like, you know, you know the police try to stop me like Hulk smash and just, you know, fucking <laughs> break into the classroom run, and no matter how many bullets their, you take, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. but <laughs> like, I'll be, um, so I can't here's... say that that would be what happens. Yeah. yeah. As somebody yeah. who's had a gun pulled on them that was discharged, um, uh, I am the protector i i will stand there holding a fucking door shut to keep somebody away from everybody else um awesome so that was a revolver you know it's not somebody who was had a rifle yeah a two, <laughs> not two, even three. that one that yeah. blows things up it was a 38 um but i, 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 yeah, I, I would like to think i would still do that and i would think and those were not my children those were just other co-workers and people in the store but what, um, what would you do if you like pulled up on the situation you're you you heard that there's a shooting going on at school and you rush from home or work to go there to collect your child and the police try to stop you from entering the building oh i i, I would be going question, to jail you know? yeah so would i yeah Hulk uh, smash but, but, well, no, here's, here's I would be statement. yelling here's at them to do their fucking jobs while I'm yeah. fighting yeah. them, trying yeah. to get through. Here's 
here's yeah. my statement because my fear, this is my fear is that I've been properly trained that I listen to authority. And then I would have been like so many of the parents going like, why aren't you fucking going in and yelling at them? Mm. And I would not want to put on any one of those parents, the concept that they did anything less than what they're supposed to, because as a parent, mm. that's not, that shouldn't be their role. Right. That's it should not be their role. Wait, wait, wait. But it's their role. Well, to par- to protect right. your child but, is your role. But, yes. But, right. but in that situation, I, it's law enforcement's job to do that. But right. we have law this, enforcement again, is failing. I, but I want to say this because, because, and I, I, I'm not a big fan of that question because it causes mm-hmm. us to hype like to speak hypothetically yeah. and something that we could never act on. Uh, and, I agree. State, because again, the amount of fear and what the brain does whenever we're mm-hmm. afraid and there's a reason why we call it fight, flight or fight, 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 flight or freeze. Because right. all of those things are, are very, very right. Those are exact. Yeah. Those are all three of those are exactly correct yeah. responses and answers, <laughs> right? And so, wow, wow. And so, and far be it for me to defend the police because fuck the police. But right, I bet you Ooh. every single one of those cops standing in the hallway doing jack shit thought of themselves as the heroes that would have. If they'd been given that very same hypothetical question before this happened, yes. they probably would have said the 100%. same thing we did. They 100%. would run in. But how many 100%. of them were frozen or was it more of a failure of some of them actually did training actually, or a conflict were, of no, orders? I mean, actually, I know there, there were was some, some that rushed in and went no, from what you hear, no. saved their own kids. There was there, there was the well, theory was, that there was a hostage a situation mixed, going on. Here's the thing. There's right. been a lot of mixed information and the, 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 the yeah, Texas government really. is, isn't actually coming out with anything because there's been a lot of misinformation being spro- mm-hmm. uh, being released by a lot of different, by a lot of different people trying to CYA and mm-hmm. they're asking, they're trying to ask like the DA to give information. They're trying to ask anything. The DA is just fucking walking to their, She's walking to her car and just driving off, not answering anything because nobody wants mm-hmm. to fucking pick up this hot potato. Nobody wants to give yeah. the actual yeah. information. So all and, of this and, is and, and there's so, so much conflicting like, information. And if that, if that right, continues on, there's, then there's that some, whole right. that whole group just needs to be right. you're all fucking and, fired. And, and, uh, and Governor Abbott came out and made some statements, and those have come back to actually be shown as not accurate. Accurate. So so there's a lot mm-hmm. of misinformation. That's saying that the police did one thing and there's now there's things coming out that that's not actually true. And so I don't want to say that anybody rushed in. Nobody was, I don't want to make those statements. What I would say is like, how do you feel? Here's, here's like my thing. How do you feel as a parent knowing that it could be your responsibility? Well, the same, I would probably handle it the same way I do with, with having a weapon in my house is I choose not to, um, for multiple reasons. Um, you know, probably because I've read statistics that, you know, bringing, having a weapon in the house potentially it, it, it leads to it killing 
the person it was not intended to kill, right? Mm. You know, um, the chance, correct. yeah. Um, come home, I'm Odds having are a bad accident, day. suicide, Act, or exactly. Domestic violence. And that, right, exactly. and that, and that, that those are higher odds than I'm willing to play with and have in mm. than the odds of somebody yeah. breaking in my house because a baseball a bat base, goes a long way. A baseball bat. Uh, tons of other heavy objects at my ready. Uh-huh. Um, a sword, an axe. <laughs> yeah. Run, yeah, a big hairy dude running at a guy with a fucking axe that'll scare the shit out of anyone. But I think I think that really gets to the core of what Scott is asking. I think it's all about how you evaluate risk, and as a parent, uh-huh. that's a really important skill because your child, no matter what you do, no matter how much bubble wrap you wrap your kid in, they're going to be in danger yeah. from something somewhere. At any given time. time. Right. Yeah. And you have to know what risks are important enough for you to do something about right now and what risks are unlikely to be an issue. And, Mm. you know, I don't, that that gets back to my original point about school shootings. They are exceptionally rare. Um, Mm. And, you know, your kid goes into all kinds of. 2%. I know. But I'm saying, like, no, no, no. Your kid is under risk all the time. Very small. Yeah. Well, all of us are. Yeah, we're all at risk all the time. Like like Damien was saying, the world's trying to fucking kill us at all times. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's that's what nature does. <laughs> so that, yeah. that that that's my bottom line. Is it's all about risk. And yeah. how you handle that risk and what you choose to do about it is up to you. And yes. then that's that's what Joe was getting at. And I actually completely one hundred percent agree with Joe. That's why I don't have a weapon in my house. Fuck yeah. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I, I get why it's, people it's have a, a weapon. It's a scary right. thing to, ha- to to think about is that, you know, like I have three weapons in my house, honestly. Um, and, uh, you know, at any one time, if I, if they weren't properly secured and were, you know, they, they could become the, the exact opposite of what I want them to be. And I mean, well, two of them aren't really for home defense. Only one is, but, and you, you know what I'm saying? Like they, no, yeah, and that's at any where one gun, time an accident could happen. So. That's where gun responsibility and gun safety mm-hmm. come in. Yes. Like mm-hmm. if you're cognizant of gun responsibility and gun mm-hmm. safety, that takes away a lot of that risk that Joe yes. was talking yep. about. Right. And, and it, cases it, in the locks are for, but yeah. you know, anyway, and it also no, gets down for me too is, is short of myself and my family. Is there anything in my house that I'm worth the, you know, I'm willing to kill somebody over. Mm-hmm. No. Well, my PlayStation Five hurt, hurt them, maim them, you know, you know, deter. Absolutely, yeah. you know. But um, you know, um, it's just the people I mean, in it, man. That, that's I mean, all that matters. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's the people in the house. That's all that matters. Everything else is just yeah, stuff. yeah exactly. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't care about anything getting stolen or anything being destroyed or anything of that nature. It's a it's a personal protection and protection of you know my family kind of thing. Right. So, right. Um, if they stayed out in the living room and never ventured beyond the thresholds of the hallway, I would just stand in that doorway with the gun, waiting for them to come in. And as long as they just walked out with the TV and the computer and the other crap that they want, I would never ever go out there and try to take you know somebody out. But the second they stepped over that threshold of the hallway, it, they're done. So yeah. they're done. Thread the trigger. I, yeah. I would. Yeah. Boom. Gone. I would not even think twice about it. They would. I would end them. And yeah. and that's because 
beyond that threshold is the family. Yeah. And if they're stepping into that room, then that's the danger zone. So, and that's just comes down to where I stand on things is, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to allow anybody to, but of course, you know, I'm a heavy sleeper when I sleep and I probably wouldn't even know that anything's happening. <laughs> I know, right? Like, that's really like, I've slept through hurricanes and like, no, I, yeah, exactly. I actually slept through somebody breaking into our house as a child. Oh no shit. Cops, yeah. 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 And the cops come I, in, you know, if, but that's the whole bird. point is I could give two shits if they're stealing all of my stuff that's out here. I, I don't care, you know, but, if, if I hear a scream or a whatever, you know, then the, it's on and, you know, I'll wake up and move, you know. But, Maybe it's the libertarian in me, but I'm honestly not yeah. afraid of home invaders. Like the thing that scares me is yeah, that the SWAT team is going to show up and break into my house and shoot me. That's what I'm worried <laughs> well, about. I mean, you're, you're likely <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're not going to have invaders. time to react because they're not going to know. No warrant, you're, right? Yeah, yeah, hence the whole, you know, reform of the police yeah. department. Yeah. Yeah. The no, likelihood of home like, invaders is very low in this in this day and age because everybody does own a gun and the criminals know that, too. And yeah, it is especially just around a, here. <laughs> Nobody's breaking into a house around here. <laughs> it is a deterrent in that sense. But, um, you know, that doesn't stop things from like my daughter's bicycle being stolen a few weeks back you know yeah. from the carport and shit like that but you know i have yet to add a, a home invader in my home and i don't live in the greatest neighborhoods but i don't live in a bad one either you know so but also anyway, like it, you know yeah, like home invasions you know anyways like like i you know not common i like the the to me, like for me, like things like Uvalde and, and Sandy Hook and, and the 300, I think it's 302 school shootings that have happened in the U.S. Um, like to me are just, it's more of a reminder of the helplessness that I have um, mm -hmm. in protecting my children, right? When you send your kids out into the world, there's nothing you can do. Right. And, and I think, yeah, and I think, and again, like whether it's a school shooting and, and, and everything, and like I was talking and I was talking to like one of my neighbors and, you know, like, and, and she was a teacher and she just gets so pissed off about like kids and phones and, you know, and all that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I completely agree with you, like agree with you on like kids and smartphones, but like, mm -hmm. I, like, because it was right after like Uvalde happened, and I, I told her I was like, you know, and I was waiting till later to get them phones, but I would want them to have a phone, you know. And I said like, you know, because Uvalde happened, I was like, if that was my kid, mm -hmm. I want them to call me, yeah, and I want them to be able to say goodbye, and I want to be able to say goodbye, and I love them, yeah, um, mm -hmm. and I want to be able That's to it, like. Yeah. I want to be able to calm them so that as they died, they wouldn't die. They would die in as little pain as possible. Yeah. And, uh, you'd want to be there for them or, in their last yeah. moments or, yeah. or use it as a tool to try and help. Yeah. Right. You know, where's the shooter? You know, where, can, how, oh, yeah, where do you need me to right. be? No, like, yeah. cause again, like, like you hear those phone calls of those, like, like, uh, the one that was in Florida, um, Stoneman Jackson or whatever it was like, Stoneman you hear Douglas. the phone yeah. calls. Yeah. yeah. Stoneman Douglas. Yeah. 
like you hear like the kids and they're calling their parents and you hear those phone calls of the kids like calling their parents for the last time saying you know like there's a shooter i love you you know the text messages and stuff like that and And, like jesus and the thing that that breaks my heart is the fact that we have to allow the kid or because of the country we live in and the the way we establish things that we can't really do a whole lot and that you know and this is the world we're allowing our kids to grow up in you know yeah and that's the part that's hard you know that's the part that's hard it's like because yeah the the, like eric said the genie's out of the bottle we can't do we can't we can't put it back and it's like it wasn't like this is the way it was you know we let this happen we let it get to this point you know the guns aren't a new thing i I, I understand that i understand that but but trying to make societal changes to help and get the mental changed and that's the hard part yeah but we haven't tried bolstering mental health no, we I haven't agree. tried making sure that parents can stay home with their kids. Mm-hmm. There's all these things we have just yeah. not done as a country. It's, it's, and it, so, and so that's what, the part. What has, what has changed since this didn't happen and it does happen now? What has changed? What, what is the difference? Part of the difference is there are fewer stay-at-home parents. That's one of them. There's a the conservative side of things. The other side of things... and and. There are on the conservative more guns side of things again. Like, there's fewer people going to church now. I'm not that's saying a community that's thing, really not a religion thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The other thing is, is there there are more guns out there now than there used to be, but there's also things like the internet and social media that didn't exist before. A lot there's of these people are Columbine. Yeah. There's okay. there's the hero Columbine worship. Was the defining point. Yeah, there's a hero you know? worship for some some of these yeah. people that have done this there's it's, it's there's an expanded gun culture too in yes, this country yes yes there we've got to stop and with the gun fetishization yes it's out of control. Yeah, well, big time we got to stop with that yeah. you know it, it, it's it's like, it's like the guns i own like, are for i'm a, a man and this is how i demonstrate my manhood yeah, exactly it's, also yes. this is not entire. right no no any politician ahead, any, any politician that does a political ad where they're shooting oh, another Jesus politician, Christ. where they're shooting someone, or they're cooking fucking bacon on an assault rifle. Fucking BS. <laughs> um, they should be in fucking prison. I agree with you wholeheartedly. They at, least, at least maybe institutionalized. For, yes. For yes. Instrument. Yes. They should they, all be they institutionalized. In an institution talk about, to talk be about a flag. Yeah. yeah. They're oh, just, oh, that's that a red Roger. flag law, right? That's red flags. Yeah. Big time. There's that Pink you know, Floyd song where it was all the world yeah. leaders like, and no, all the that, all the all the government types and all the senators. They should all be put into a room where we can enact our final solution. That was <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, good one. Yeah. Good point. Anyway. I agree with you. And and and, and again, it's and because politicians oh. are all followers. None of them are fucking leaders, and that's yeah. the problem, right? And so, like, Ted oh, Cruz, bullshit, bullshit, Ted Cruz, he doesn't fucking go, like, he hunts half, like, if he hunts, he goes to those places yeah. that drug the shit out of the animal, 
that it's like basically a stumbling animal, and then he mit- shoots eight times, fucking misses it, walks up, and then shoots it when it's like yeah. already passed out on the ground, and says, "I fucking get got it." Like that's who yeah. that fucking creep is, right? That piece of shit that Cancun. flies to fucking Cancun, Cancun when Cruise. there's a fucking crisis. When there's a fucking crisis, yeah, Cancun fucking cruise. They all want to be know, Teddy like, Roosevelt, but nobody like, can but be Teddy he, Roosevelt and except Teddy want, Roosevelt. And there's exactly. a lot of them yeah. that want to be in the Wild West right. again, too. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, but fuck you. Mm-hmm. No, fuck you. Like not you. Like, but fuck, fuck that concept, right? Because fuck you in the Wild West. You know what they did in the Wild West? Fucking Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp was a fucking sheriff and you know what he did he, he walked into gun. town yep. he took that's your the fucking truth gun. right there yeah a lot of the the the, the best ways that they controlled crime and the you, old you west you want to go to the fucking wild was, west yeah. yeah but it didn't but really you end well city limits, you lose, oh i'm sorry <laughs> yeah but that's not a you know the best example no it did right actually he did he went up to he he died in fucking san francisco he lived to old age <sighs> he did Wider the rest of his family great. didn't do so well but you know no, Virgil Earp died. He got shot, but he went up. Yeah, I've Morgan's seen both the, the movies. Yeah, all I know is I, I learned from Tombstone. Virgil so what a great. There's Tombstone, and then there's a really good one, which is actually Wyatt Earp. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, Tombstone is way better. Kevin Coster. Kevin Coster's <laughs> be- the better Wyatt Earp, if you ask me. Yeah. All right. Um, nope. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just no, 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 no. Yeah, you're more. You're, you, you, you want uh, what's his name? Fun. Kurt Russell, uh, Val Kilmer. Kurt Russell, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Val Kilmer. Hey, that was a great movie. That was a great movie. But as far as historical, like you know, actual accuracy, I don't watch movies for historical accuracy. Hollywood and historical accuracy. Never between. No, 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 no. But it's, I will say this: yeah, like, all about hey, entertainment. I will agree with Damien. If there's a fucking Kevin Costner movie, I am down to watch it. Like, like, <laughs> like, fucking give me. How about, like, how about Waterworld? I will Dances watch the wolves. shit out of that. <laughs> the Postman. The Postman. The Postman. I love The Postman. I actually oh, like I that love, movie. I love The Postman. You give me a goddamn Kevin Costner movie, I will watch <laughs> it. Eric's over here shaking his head. Right. He's like, no, no fuck no, you guys. No, 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 Kevin Costner, I think we should wrap it up. No, yeah, that's probably that was that movie about the, the conversation crisis, is degraded days. too far. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Where have we ended up? Where? What weeds are we in right now? <laughs> Evan Costner is my man crush. We're swimming with the bees, my bad. We're swimming with the bees. <laughs> I ain't swimming. With the bees. I'm not swimming. I, I I'm tubing. <laughs> I got my pool. Hey, We're good. Wait till we turn the camera day. off. You can leave yours on. <laughs> Wait till we leave. <laughs> oh my anyway, God. yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't get on my knees for shit, but I will for Kevin Costner. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Costner's shit. What? <laughs> you sure? I don't know. I don't know what you're into. Are we man, ever man. hurting Keep some shit? What the fuck? I know. Right? <laughs> Oh my god. All right. So dumpster fires. Someone has to do a meme or like a little gif, uh, a gif of uh, of Mr. Hanky, oh. but with Amber. GIF is a fucking Daddy peanut butter. Oh, that was, that was, Didn't they have a recall? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Yeah. Howdy ho. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I gotta go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I gotta yeah, get up late. early. So. I know, it's late over there. All right. 
Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Right, much love, it's been fun. Love you. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> this, this has been here to paternity. Yes. Have a good thanks. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us comments. Right, Eric? Is that how it works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yes. could use some patrons, like too. Yeah, yeah. Patreon. Yeah, if you're willing to give us money, money. Damien Estrip. <laughs> I will get I will. Money He'll show you the pool in the middle. We'll do a YouTube. We'll do a YouTube video. Yeah, yeah. Do. All right. I, I will don't know if that'll stick. But... Any one of our fans, okay? <laughs> yeah. You're only you. All right. Okay. All right. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.